everyone. Um, before we start the show, uh, we honestly would be remiss if we did not acknowledge the passing of Daphne. Um, Daphne was a trailblazer in WCW, you know, and she was also in TNA. You know, before the pages, before the Gigi Dobbins, before the Shotzi Blackhearts, there was Daphne. Before actually doing the show, I had something written, and honestly, I wouldn't have been able to do it, <laughs> just to be completely transparent. Um, it, it's too personal, you know, especially, you know, being that, you know, September is Suicide Prevention Month, and um, I think the best thing that I can honestly say is that um, you are always worthy of living, you are loved, and you are not alone. And um, going forward, we will have the Suicide Prevention Hotline um, posted in the description box wherever you do find us. It is something that's really important, especially to me. And for those who are not able to see it, um, the phone number in the United States is 1-800-273-8255. They are available 24-7 whenever you need them. Or you could go to the website, which is suicidepreventionhotline.org. Um, one last thing before we do officially start the show, Daphne, you were, you are loved. You were loved. It's hard saying it past tense and um i hope you're at or we hope you are at the peace that you wanted and um safe travels and just before we do officially begin, begin the show we're going to go ahead and salute daphne how we should and that is with the 10 bell salute and we hope you join us with honoring Daphne in this way, whether you are listening to us or whether you're watching this live. Thank you. Thank you. Scream on, Daphne. Have a nice day every day and I have Go for the pain of the pain.
Let's go for the Weekly wrestling review show. Keep killing it. Everybody, welcome to Go for the Pin. Um, and if you missed our uh, opening of the show, um, you know we had to do a ten bell salute for Daphne. I am you. Welcome to Go for the Pin. As I said, episode fifty-eight. All out, all out. I am joined by King B. King V, aka Chrisette Michelle McCool. And I am in the building. Yes, yes. You know who else is in the building? My boy John, Jonathan Prophet in the house. Um, and John actually said, Well said from the heart, the way it's supposed to be. Yep, I couldn't have said it better. I let V, you know, take the lead on that. Um, I couldn't have put it any better than that. Um, tonight. We do have a lot to speak on, right? Yes. A lot to speak on. Uh, one, wow, all out just happened this past weekend. We would definitely get there. <laughs> I've been um, waiting to talk about this since it aired. So uh, I'm really excited about that. We do apologize for not being on last night. You know, life happens, but we are here tonight. We're here. Yeah. And we are live. Right? Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Life happens. Yeah. yeah. Sure does. Mm hmm. <laughs> Anyway, um, before we get to All Out, um, we have to talk a little bit about some WWE things. You know, yes, we do. Um, so I think the last time we was on, we left. We didn't talk about Dynamite yet, but we'll we'll talk about Dynamite from last week and this week all in the AEW talk. So we will get to all of that. Um, but I guess we should probably cover some WWE things first. Uh, but first off, uh, did you hear about um, Triple H today? Uh, I did. Yeah, yeah. I guess he had like heart surgery or something today. Yeah, it was. They said it was a cardiac event, and yeah. I, don't, I don't know what they mean by that specifically. Right, it can mean a lot of things. Yeah, but yeah. you know, speedy recovery to him. You know, definitely, prayers, of course, definitely. Like, wow. But um, yeah. So we uh wish Triple H well. Um. You know, and speedy recovery, like V said. But uh, all right, so let's get to Friday Night SmackDown and a work our way through. Unless there's anything that I missed from Impact this past week, um, I didn't get a chance to watch Impact. You know, watch so Impact? Okay, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to. Okay, I mean, I don't think anything crazy happened on Impact. Um, you know, like I said, I watch Impact. Impact's a good show. Um, but. You know, if you miss it, it's like you didn't really miss that much, you know. So, um, and you know, whatever. It looks like they're going. I, I did see that it looks like they're going with uh Mickey and Deanna Perrazzo. It looks like that's mm -hmm. what is um going to happen somewhere down the line in in NWA maybe or in Impact. Who knows? You know. So mm -hmm. we'll see. I am down for that anywhere. So yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's get to Friday Night SmackDown, first and foremost here. Yeah? Let's get the SD live on there. Um, all right. So, I don't know if I want to go through the whole show. But no. <laughs> uh, the show opened with the Usos versus the Street Poppets. But it ended in a disqualification, I guess, with the Usos. Um, I guess so. I guess, right? I guess I the mean... Usos were disqualified. I believe they were. I, I do want to highlight one thing from that match. Okay. Um, holy shit, that frog's last. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
Montez man. It makes no I don't the man is an athlete. Athlete. He is. You know, I always thought that you know RVD probably had one of the best uh, frog splashes in the business until I saw it. Like, and that's no slight to RVD because he has a, you know, his frog splash is famous. But yeah, he gets high. But Montez, I, I see, but don't bump. I got, <laughs> but Montez yeah. like literally moves in the air. I'm I'm pushing past towards it. Yeah, but Montez yeah. literally moves in the air, and I'm just like. What kind of fucking aerodynamic? <laughs> like, thank you. Says, <laughs> He's Ford is an astronaut as a hobby. Yeah, I'm with you, definitely. Um, because it's not normal. But uh, yeah, he's Montez is a sick athlete. I mean, credit to him. Um, yeah, so I guess that's gonna continue. All right, cool. Um, Brock Lesnar called Paul Heyman. Um, and Paul has Brock Lesnar's theme song as his ringtone, which is for funny. him. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, so yeah, okay, cool. Um, we had a promo from Becky Lynch. Okay, Becky Becky comes to the ring, and she's still getting a massive ovation, um, despite her, I guess, kind of turning heel slowly. Because even when she came out there, she's like slapping hands with the fans. Yeah. But I, you know what? I like Becky's promo. I'm going to go on record and say I, I like Becky's promo. Becky came out there and says, you know, last week I came out here and I didn't get any you deserve it chance. And, you know, I thought that was hilarious because they started a very weak you deserve it chant. Um, and it's a heel thing to do. It's a very heel thing to do. And the heel thing to say, what, no you deserve it chance? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, Becky, we're not sure you deserve it. No, but she was being, you don't. But she was being Sorry. sarcastic, you know, about yeah. it, which is which I thought was funny. Um, And then she said that, you know, listen, I was ready. If you're a champion, you got to be ready. Bianca wasn't ready. Like, it just it, it is what it is. It happens, you know. Um, And she said that um, Bianca shouldn't be like complaining about you know, uh, her losing a title in 26 seconds or whatever. Um, give me one second to read this. John said, Whoever wrote Brock's theme as his ringtone <laughs> as part of the story deserves a three count. Great seed planet, yeah, I agree. I thought yeah. that was awesome. <laughs> I thought that was great. awesome. There was more great character work between Roman and, and Paul, um, later on in the show, but we'll get there. Um, but yeah, so uh, Bianca comes out there and says, "Listen, I that's not my style to try to bring down another woman. You know, um, I am who I am. You know, and at the end of the day, I'm not blaming anybody for my loss. Like so, yeah. because Becky was trying to say that she blamed she being Bianca pronouns pal that she blamed you know somebody for her losing, and you know Bianca cleared that up, and then Bianca said, "All right, well, listen, Roman's defending his title tonight." Why don't you put the strap on the line? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why, why don't you put the title on the line? And uh, Becky's just like, listen, I don't care what Roman's doing. That has nothing to do with me, which I, I'm i sitting here watching this, and I'm like, yes, that's exactly what I would say, too. Maybe that's the hill side of me, but that's exactly what I would say, too. Like, I don't care if Roman's defending the title. Like, what does that have to do with me? <laughs> My answer is no. Um, And Becky said no and took her leave, and she said she'll fight her when she feels like it. Uh, yeah. What did you think about this segment? And Becky's promo and Bianca's promo. Um, I I heard a little bit of booze for Bianca. 
just a little bit at first, but at then when first, she came out there, she was, there, able, it to, she was able to turn it around. She yeah. was she was able to turn it around, but um, yeah. Before, I mean, right, I'm sorry. Uh, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say before I forget, like Becky had this like this line in her promo where she said that you know you call yourself the EST to distract everybody from the truth, and the truth is that. Um, you just don't have the experience and you made a rookie mistake. Like I, I thought those were I, I like I said, if I'm Becky, yes, those are all the things I would say. You know, so I thought that Becky's promo was on point. I just wanted to say that before I forgot that. Yeah. So but yeah. What, but what yeah, were you saying? I, I mean, you know, I did like that Bianca was able to still, you know, turn around um the little boost that she got and they started, you know, chanting for her, or not cheering for her, cheering for her. Yeah. And um it still proves that you know Be- Becky, excuse me, Bianca is yeah. still over. So yeah. hopefully, this momentum for Bianca doesn't like die out. Mm. But I'm hoping for the best and expecting the worst. So yeah. Okay. Uh, we had a backstage with Tony Storm. Tony Storm finally is on the show, again. um, and it was with Dolph Ziggler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm laughing because you know I usually spend my not my time, but I'm usually on Black Wrestling Twitter. Yeah, and um, the names that we have, well, not we, the names that <laughs> they come up for Dolph Ziggler is hilarious. Yeah, I've seen some of it. Yeah, you've you see me retweet it. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. funny. It's funny. It's hilarious. Heartbreak Mid was hilarious. I, I, yes, I that is my favorite one. Heartbreak Mid I was like, I mean, well, you know, well, Don't yeah. Do that Don't, Nick, I mean, Nick. I mean, I also, I also participated in the call to Mr. Mr. WrestleMania pre-show, but it, it, I thought that was, wasn't that Ryback? All right. Well, that's home, all I'm going to say. Homst. Ryan Reeves? All right. Homst. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm just saying he used to, he used to walk around with a singlet that said uh, pre-show stopper, which I thought was hilarious. Instead of show stopper, pre-show stopper. I thought that was hilarious because they kept putting Ryback right back on the pre-show. Um, I mean, well, you're... Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> moving forward. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we had Rick Boogs versus Dolph Ziggler. Um, Rick Boogs gets the win. Cool. Um, I mean, duh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cesaro versus uh, Seth Rollins again. Um, Cesaro gets disqualified. So two disqualifications on the show. Um, I guess so. You get disqualified by using a chair in defense. Like he didn't actually use the chair. Like he didn't hit Cesaro with the chair. He kind of picked it up when Cesaro was gonna give him uh, an uppercut on the floor. But I guess that's enough for. Uh, nope, that's too violent. Uh, DQ. You know. Ring but, the bell. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, it's dumb, but whatever. Um, I get it. Um. After the match, Seth tried to attack Cesaro with a chair before Edge uh, makes the save. So at least Cesaro has one friend. And it looks like we are getting Edge versus Seth Rollins again, which I kind of predicted before their SummerSlam match, even though I was wrong on a person that was going to win. I said Seth Rollins was going to win the first one and Edge was going to win uh, the second one. But um, let's see what John says. Uh, WWE is turning into the land of rematch and disqualification to us. They've been doing that. John, they they've been doing that like for years now. It's like you watch Raw every week; it's the same matches. We'll get there. Like every now and then they switch it up, but for the most part, I feel like I'm watching a rerun every week. Yeah. Like with it's like watching 
watching your favorite ep- no i can't even say your favorite episode watching that specific episode of the show that you like but that very very mid episode is like watching yeah yeah it's, yeah exactly perfect articulation of, of monday night Raw. but um yeah so um okay so we get some more backstage with roman and paul and <laughs> Paul says that Brock Lesnar had a message for Roman Reigns, and he says yeah. he'll be at Madison Square Garden this week on Friday Night SmackDown. No, I will not be attending the show. I have other plans, but I'm sure it'll be a good show. It's Madison Square Garden. Oh, do you? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's SmackDown and it's Madison Square Garden. So, like, yeah, my my hopes are a little bit higher for this show. Um, mm-hmm. It's he SmackDown, at least. Yeah, missed. but, yeah, so... um, Oh, he no-sold it. Okay. You no-sold totally it, it's fine. <laughs> no, 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 don't worry about it. I'll catch it on the replay. All right, but anyway, okay. so um, <laughs> so anyway, um, Roman says to Paul, how do you know he's going to be at Madison Square Garden? Mm. Paul goes, um, he told me. <laughs> Why does he have your number? Um, yeah. You know, he's had it for years. He just never, he hasn't called me in over a year. Um, hmm. So again, Paul, how do you know he's gonna be at Madison Square Garden? How do you know he's not here tonight? <laughs> like I thought that all of that was good, and then Roman's just like, mm, interesting, and it, he just kind of pondered, and then we went to black. I thought that was cool. I thought the yeah. stuff with Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns was good. Um, Happy Corbin is with Lund- Paul London, uh, Logan Paul. You <laughs> was Paul- gonna say Paul London. <laughs> Oh Yo. wow! It is a Paul London reference, right? Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, I hope Paul London is doing okay. I haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So Logan Paul was out there with Happy Corbin, and and they beat up Kevin Owens, and yeah, why? Don't know, but we get more of good. um Logan Paul on our television show. It's not good. Yeah. Uh, we got Carmella and Liv Morgan for literally ten seconds on on camera. Um, we got. I oh, just. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, what the fuck? Like Carmela's like with her Beyonce van, and <laughs> Liv is like, "Are you serious?" Okay, Liv's reaction was funny because that was literally me. Because I literally said that. I was. I literally said that before she said seriously. Well, yeah, seriously. Don't want that that feedback there. Um, okay. Yeah, I was connected, guys. This, we're live here, pal. Um, we're live, pal. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. So that happened, and then we had Sami Zayn versus Dominic Mysterio again. Okay, and then we had the the Universal Championship match. We yeah. had Roman Reigns defending against Finn Balor. Uh, before the match, the Bloodline attacked. Oh, wait a minute. Speaking of the bloodline, Naomi was trying to get Sonya's attention again. It's happening. And so of course it is. Um it's and Sonya happening. blew her off again. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, come talk to me in the garden. When you know we're in the garden next week, right? Come come see me in the garden. <laughs> like what? If they have Naomi turn heel at the garden, mm-hmm. do it. Could happen. Do do it. Yeah. That's a great place for it to happen. Great place for it to happen. Like, if it's gonna happen, have it happen in the garden. I agree. I agree. So, um, before the match, the bloodline attacked Finn Balor. Uh, mm-hmm. Balor refused medical attention. True Profits made the save and chased the Usos out of the arena. Um, and 
Jonathan says, Hill Naomi is going to be epic. Yeah, I agree. This yeah, time around. I, I think this time around is going to be it. Yes. Um, it, and if they let her be her fully, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's yeah. another thing. Um, okay. So it was a good back and forth match. I thought this was a really strong main event. Uh, Roman Reigns retains the universal championship. No surprise there. Um, but they did something cool. Finn hits the coup de gras on Roman Reigns. And Roman did what he was doing in the past where he kicks out and he accidentally mm-hmm. hits Finn Balor in the balls. And yeah. um, <laughs> I thought that was great because on the first shot, you didn't see it. I didn't they, see it. They the showed the re- I did not see it. They showed the replay. And I was like, oh, you son of a... You know what I'm saying? Like, And then Roman, because that happened, Roman was able to put the guillotine in and um, Finn Balor passed out i think he passed out he didn't tap out so yeah yeah um and that was wait yeah as roman was leaving ah yeah go ahead as roman was leaving it kind of went dark and then you saw a like a heartbeat flash of red light oh yeah we did at first i thought it was a botch i'm like damn y'all fucking up already and then i was like ah the demon I thought that was cool. I almost missed it too. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. That was a good touch. It was. So we're definitely gonna get Demon Finn Balor mm. and Roman. I think he's gonna bring out the demon. Mm, yeah. yeah. Might as well. Yeah. Because I think we're gonna wait for Brock and Reigns. Um you yeah. know, somewhere. Finn's probably. not winning. Sorry. Finn's not winning, but I think this no. will be the demon's first loss, but you know. Um yeah. And that was SmackDown. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it. I thought SmackDown was cool uh, for the most part. I didn't enjoy all of it, but the strong main event, the, you know, Roman stuff is always on point for the most part. Um, you know, Finn, Finn and Roman had a great match uh, to close the show. Um, you know, I'm thinking I, I like the Bianca and uh, Becky stuff. And Becky will sign that contract to face Bianca at Extreme Rules at Madison Square Garden. I'm already going to probably rate it a little bit lower because I hate contract signings. Um, You know, next, well, this week. Well, next week is when we'll be reviewing. So, yeah, next week I'm probably going to. Re- mm. We got to talk about that, but we'll talk about that, Um, you know, uh, later on. Uh, But, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, anyway, I give SmackDown a two count. I don't know what V rates it, but I give. Sorry. I'm gonna agree. Okay, and Jonathan, if you're still in the in uh, the comments, you know you can tell us, you know, or anybody that's watching or listening on all of the various places in all of the various places that you could uh you can listen or watch. You know, you can comment as well. Uh, let's see. Oh, that was pretty quick. All right, so Jonathan says two count. All right, two yeah. count across the board here. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought SmackDown was fine. I definitely enjoy SmackDown more than Raw, but that's not really saying much. Um, okay, so let's get to <laughs> what I think we all really want to talk about here. Yeah, um, <laughs> let's get to it. Here's um, something that you would really enjoy. <laughs> all right, so let's do it. AW. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, so here's the thing. Yes, you did. Okay. <laughs> AEW. AEW. Yeah. AEW is what Jonathan yeah. say. Yep. Um, let's get to it. All right. All out was this past weekend, this past Sunday. And boy, did they go all out. <laughs> like listen. Um 
they gave us everything. <laughs> they literally gave us everything. Anything that you got. No, I'm, fi- I'm You finish. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, everything, anything that you could think of, like, oh, is this person going to show up? No. Oh, is this going to happen? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, we'll get mm. there. We'll get there. So, um, let's just go to the show. So, on the buy-in, it started with um, a six-person, uh, no, eight-person tag, I think. Yeah. Eight-man tag. It wasn't, yeah, because it was, yeah, so, yeah eight-man tag. Um, you had the HFO versus the high, oh, H, I'm going to try this again. Okay. <laughs> the HFO and the mm-hmm. hybrid two versus Jurassic Express and Best Friends. Uh, this was fun. You know, I'm yeah. only covering it because it was it was a really fun match. Um, yeah, and they knew better than to switch the um, women's match and put that on the actual show. But we'll get there later. I think, but I, I think the reason they did that is because of, and you know what? This isn't the first time they've switched a battle royal and put it on a main show once mm-hmm. they have confirmation that certain people are going to be in that battle royal. Mm-hmm. So I we'll think get, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go to the main show. Main show opened up hot. We had for the AEW um, TNT Championship, we had Miro versus Eddie Kingston. The mm-hmm. crowd was hot. The crowd was hot for yeah. Eddie. The crowd they was hot, hot. For, for Miro. I mean, I knew this was going to be a good show just based on crowd participation in the beginning. Um, Miro had to result to some uh, some dirty tactics there. Um, a low blow to Miro. I mean, excuse me, to Eddie Kingston. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, uh, I think Merrill hit a roundhouse kick uh, or the Machka kick, if you will, into a pin. Yeah. And Merrill retains. Uh, did not hurt Eddie in any way here. Nope. Um, I thought it was a great opener. Um, yeah. Strong opener. Uh, anything you want to add about that? No. He, I mean, his nuts were checked. Yikes. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, he said it at me. He did. He said. He said, "Redeem these nuts." I know. I heard yeah. him on Dark. And that. they were redeemed. <laughs> you know what? Excellent storytelling. V just really like because Eddie did say that in his promo. Redeem and these nuts. Kicked yeah. nuts. Like wow, mm-hmm. that was great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See me? Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, ouch. I didn't think of that. Yeah. yeah. I, didn't think of that. All right. I was like, well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's keep going. We had Koajima versus John Moxley. This was a good back and forth Japanese strong style match. Woo. And John Moxley gets the win. Um he off the paradigm shift. Um I thought this was good. That this was really good. Um again, strong. But then that wasn't it. After the match. Yeah. Suzuki. Yeah. Japanese legend. Legend. legend comes Ooh. out to the ring and has a face off of John Moxley. And I like Moxley, he uh he you know he bows to him real quick yeah. and then he punches him in the face, which is I thought was hilarious. And then and Suzuki being as crazy as he is just laughs. He's like ha ha <laughs> 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 I thought that was great. You got um, me. Yeah. Um uh, two for me so far in predictions for last week. Yeah, yeah. Um same so far, but then I started yes. getting some wrong, and V was actually right on some yeah. of the things I was wrong on. But I love it. Um, yeah, great. Oh boy! All you right, know, so I love being, you know I love being right. Yeah, Mike, yeah. Mike knows that I love being right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In all <laughs> aspects of everything. 
Okay, so as I was saying, Suzuki lays out Moxley with a god style power driver. Pull it together with a god style power driver. Yeah. Um, and we get to the match from this week, and I guess um we can we can talk about it since we're already on AEW. Um, it was Suzuki versus Moxley in the main event, uh, in Cincinnati tonight, and it was quick, but it was what mm-hmm. it needed to be. You know yes. what I'm saying? Um, and I didn't read. I forgot this one. I'm going on record. Second greatest pay-per-view of all time that I've seen. You know what? Give me some time to think about it as we talk about it some more. But I'm not going to say that. For the, for the year? Or like. No, I think this is up here for like. I, I do think it's up there with one of the greatest wrestling pay-per-views of all time. But I, I'll, 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 get, I'll get there. Um, I'll get there. Needless to say, I enjoyed the show. But we'll, we'll get there. So. Um. Yeah, I thought the the match was what it was on Dynamite. I thought it was good. The crowd heat was there, and um, Moxley gets the win, and you know it was cool. I like what they're doing with Moxley. I saw this thing on Twitter, and I'm not gonna. I think it was actually Sir Wilkins, um, uh, from the Jabber Tales podcast. Shout out to the Jabber Kids, uh, the Jabber Tales podcast. Happy birthday, Janelle. Um, I saw him post something that said, uh, they must have asked Moxley, "Hey, Mox, um." Who in Japan do you want to feud with? And Mox must have responded, everybody. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, hey, you know, I mean, I thought that was that was cool. Um, okay, let's keep going, guys. Um, for the AEW women's championship, we had Dr. Britt Baker, D M D, uh, versus Chris Statlander. Another really strong match. Um, really, really strong match. Not too much outside interference, which I thought is is good. I think Britt needs to get clean wins. Um, and Britt, okay, so they was having a great match, but then Britt hits the Panama Sunrise. Okay. And the building erupted. erupted. (laughs) Oh my God, they erupted. (laughs) I'm not even going to acknowledge that twin moment we had, but (laughs) it's... (laughs) <laughs> holy shit yeah. like when i saw her do this i was like oh yeah. no she's not and then I, she did it i was like yes yeah, he's, he's here he's here he's coming tonight yeah i watched it in the studio my living room and <laughs> uh, <laughs> i literally jumped out of my chair like i i was like okay and that's not the only move of adam cole I'm saying, yeah, Adam Cole that was used that night. Um, they no, also but... used a, uh, I think it's, uh, I'm gonna mispronounce it. I believe it's the uh, jo- Joshi Karoshi. Ah, I'm gonna I'm say it's a Japanese move that he does. It's basically a fireman's carry me, uh, a fireman's carry into a uh, neck breaker across the knee. Oh, but, I know what you're talking about. I really yeah, don't remember. Joshi Karoshi, I think is what it, I think that's the proper I'm not... pronunciation. Sorry, Japan. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 coming after me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, and I'm not <laughs> going to try to pronounce it. If anybody knows how to pronounce it or even spell it, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I do. Yeah. But um, go ahead and just put it in our mentions. It's fine. Yes. But um, so Britt so gets good. the win after the Panama yeah. Sunrise with the lockjaw. Uh, for the verbal submission, Chris had to. Yes, I give up. You know. So I thought this was really good. Three good matches so far. What did you think? Yeah. I'm, Banger after banger after banger. It was good. It yeah. was good. It was good. I have nothing bad to say until we get to a certain match. But um, yeah. Okay. Um. 
I think I know what you're talking about. If that's your, I mean, all right, that's your opinion, but we'll we'll get there. All right, so well, not bad. I'm not gonna bury. Yeah. No, no, no. It's we'll a little. There. It's a couple of issues I've had. We'll get there. We'll get there. Three oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's three oh from him. All right. Um, same so far. Uh, yeah. until this match. Oh. This is where yeah. I messed up. Here we all go. Right, so, but um, so for the AW World Tag Team Championship. Okay, so we. Oh yes, we had <laughs> we had a steel cage match. I the young bucks of the elite, right. um, v <laughs> versus Sorry. the lucha. <laughs> no, it, it's cool. Uh, versus the lucha bros. Yes. What a match! Wow. Um, I wow. I got it. I got to give it to everybody. They went all out. I mean, literally. They and know, pun is I, intended here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean. This was just this had everything you would need in a steel cage match. And Whew. I'm gonna be honest, steel cages, steel cage matches, like any type of cage type of match, I'm not really that invested in anymore just because WWE has made it so soft that yeah. like I just I, I get it. It's to protect the talent. But if yeah. you're gonna do it that way, don't even do the match. You know, I, I like I don't think there's any reason, at least okay. If you're gonna do Hell in a Cell, right? It shouldn't be a pay per view named Hell in a Cell. No, thank you. You know, I, I think that. that I think there's a point to doing these type of matches, but you don't need to like when you have a pay per view of it, it just waters it down. Same it thing does. with Elimination Chamber, right? That and Elimination Chamber is so soft now, like so so. Like when they added the padding to the floor, I'm just like. Why are you even do this? Like it's supposed to be the most brutal match in wrestling history and all of that other jazz. Like I'm just like, cut it out, you know. But this steel cage match was the exact opposite. We yeah. had blood. We had mm-hmm. high spots. We had mm-hmm. storytelling. We had wrestling. We had yeah, fighting. We had we had sneakers. So I the first time I saw the Bucks do that, right? Yeah. They did it to poor poor Candice LeRae back in PWG, oh. and I'm telling you. I, it was a sight. Like, mm. um, Candace, and excuse me if I'm gonna get a little too graphic, you know, your discretion advised, but like, Candace was bleeding bad. Okay, like, I'm talking bucket, buckets down her face. And it was, and you know what? People are not gonna talk about that match because of who her tag team partner was at the time in PWG. Oh, I'm not that, gonna say it, but fuck if, him. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna say who it is. You guys can if you, everybody that's watching or listening to the show probably knows who it is, but fuck him. Yeah. Um, but Candace was the last person I saw take that thumbtack um boot, you know, to the face. They did a, a thumbtack boot to the face spot, which was cool. And I haven't seen that in so many years. Like AEW wasn't even, you know, in existence back then. Um, like I said, Shows we had everything. She is. Yeah, no, can that's why. That's a whole nother story. I'm not gonna yeah. get into Candice LeRae and NXT mm-hmm. right now, but yeah, Candice LeRae from the Indies. Oh my god. Anyway, um, this was this was crazy. I mean, you had uh Phoenix doing a cross body off the top of the, the cage, you had all your force finishes that you would expect, but in the end, um, the super kick party came to an end. Yeah, um god. Nick and Matt are no longer. The AEW, the AEW Tag Team Champions. Look at God the Father. It is now the Lucha Rose. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? After they did that big angle last week where all of the baby faces got laid out pretty much, like, 
um i was really considering reconsidering my um my pick because i'm like man I, the lucha bros kind of have to win here but I'm like no i'm gonna stick by my word and i did and um yeah what did you think about this man <laughs> i think that was one of the best tag team matches that i've seen in some time and yeah. i i'm gonna put that out there um yeah that i've seen this sometime and it it had the ending that i wanted yeah because you know how i feel about the young bucks but um they put on a banger yeah that was I mean, good it was good from beginning from bell to bell it was exactly good. it was exactly. not slow it didn't nope. slow down you know it, it didn't like lag a little bit nope. it's like okay this you know this is the rest portion of the match no Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Crazy. Ah, what a match. I, I think that was one of the best steel cage matches I've ever seen. I'm going on record right now. Like, especially a Ooh. tag team steel cage match. Really? Name a better one. <laughs> name, name, name some Hold better on. ones. And I'll, and, and I'll tell you if, like, how I feel about those. Like, if you can think about that. Um, But. Get back to I, me towards the end of the show. I'm, okay. not, I'm really have to think about that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I didn't say it was the best, but I think it is up there with one of the best steel cage matches that I, I've seen. Because, like I said, steel cage matches, um, are t- now they're just so watered down and just so soft. Like you know, so I mean, there's been some good ones lately. Like I remember Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. I think um last year sometime when Kevin was feuding with yeah. um with. You know, Roman, I think that was really good. That was really yeah, that was really good. Wasn't yeah. better than this. You know no, what I'm saying? No. Like it, it just wasn't. Jonathan said, I compare this match to the old TLC matches with um Edge and Christian, Dudley's and Hardy's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, it's a different type of match though, you know, like, but yeah, definitely. I mean, it's definitely up there. Um, said this match gave you everything. Totally agree. Like a hundred and fifty percent. Um, let's keep going here. Uh, so we had the casino battle royal. Um, okay. Sheeta was out first. Yeah, and it's sky blue. And then I, I'm probably not gonna get to everybody, but my girl Kiara Hogan was eliminated really, really quickly. And and I'm I was really upset about that. I didn't want to watch the rest of the match, but okay. that's my personal bias. So a couple of things. <laughs> this was the match that I had issues with. Um, oh, yeah, this was the match I had issues with. Oh, okay, all right. Um. <laughs> so, okay, Kira Hogan, she's not officially signed yet, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, I will let you know. Okay, <laughs> I get, I get the quick elimination because she's not signed yet. I yeah. guess, but um, big hold on, correction. Yeah. WWE steel cage matches are watered down. AEW is giving you what you want. Yeah, that's exactly yes. what I was uh, inferring that WWE's cage matches are watered down. But one hundred percent, yeah. Guy yeah. I'm sorry. But um, it just uh, it's so many good people in here. Um, some people that I'm just now being introduced to. Um, Kara Hogan getting eliminated fast. I, you know when you're a, you're a black talent, I expect it. But anyway, um, unless you're Nyla Rose, I think it has more to do with the fact she's black. not signed. But I mean, but yeah, but, but yeah, 
But um, we'll, I'll get to representation, how some of y'all tried to come at my neck later. Um, I didn't like how Jade Cargo got um, eliminated as quickly as she, I think Jade Cargo and Nala Rose, I think the final four should have been Jade, um, Jade, Nala, Thunder Rosa, and the person I'm gonna get to, I was very excited to see. Um, a lot of good, a lot of good spots, you know. Tay Conti, who is over, uh, yeah. <laughs> who would have, right you know? So. She's been working hard people, over when people, when people are looking at her time at NXT and see her now in AEW, and I think we said this before. You sit here like, damn, who would have thought? But um. One second. Did anyone peep the AJ Lee skip that the bunny did? Maybe I'm reading too much into that, but it is AW. I mean, you, Bunny does that skip though. Like, or Allie, I should say, she does that. Like, she's doing that before Punk got there. So yeah, I mean could be a nod. It could be a nod, but um but I don't I know. Punk already shut that down saying that you know her neck is too bad for her to even think about returning. So I don't think that's gonna happen. As much as I would love for it to happen. You know, her health comes first, and I would rather her not do that. Yeah. But yeah. um, getting to the Joker. Yes. Of the Battle Royal. Destination. AEW. Mm-hmm. Formerly known as Ruby Riot. Also yeah. known as Heidi Lovelace. Yeah. Ruby Soho made her debut at AEW All Out. Yep. I predicted this? Yeah, we did. Question did. mark? No, Question. Didn't. I think I did. I was like, yeah. "Is she gonna be there?" I, I referred to it. I'm gonna say that to just keep it safe and fair. Yeah. But um, man, the pop she got. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I think with Ruby, I think she handled her release and the you know eventual return to wrestling very well. Yeah. Um, you know. As you can see, people around wrestling, all across platforms, all across um, territories. Who am I, Jim Cornette? Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, that ain't it. (laughs) That ain't it. But um, everybody showed love. Yeah. Everybody showed love, which goes to show the kind of person that she is inside the ring and outside. Yeah. But um, Ruby Soho comes out, huge pop. I'm very happy. You know, just watching her face and her just going to the ring, it, it was just great. The the chance that she got, her facing Thunder Rosa, mm. which is a match I want to – a match that I didn't think I wanted to see until I saw them two in the ring. Right, right. It was a real good back and forth. Um, I, I don't know what to call her finisher now. Can't call it the right kick. I was um, yeah. So she faced she being Ruby won yeah. the match and then she faced Jamie Hader um tonight as we record this on yes. Dynamite. Um, I don't know. She hit. I, what is the actual name for that kick? I, I I don't even know what to call it. But um, I don't know either. I don't know either. Uh, Jonathan says she showed her true self in emotion in the media presser after the show. Yeah, it, it it's hard. It you know certain people you are just gravitating towards or even if you've never seen them before or if you've seen them on one promotion and they're one way and you know they can actually be themselves or Mm -hmm. be the character that they want to be 
and you like them even more. Yeah. It's just that, you know, I'm very happy that she got her moment. I'm very happy that she's, you know, going to be a title contender. Um, I think if anybody wants to dethrone Britt Baker, I think it should be her. Ruby? Yeah. No, nah, I, yeah. I honestly, I think it's going to be Thunder Rosa. I don't think Ruby's going to beat Britt, but, um, you know, it, uh, at least not right now, but no, maybe not right now. You know, Cause um, I don't, you know, it's just the whole battle Royal to Brit pipeline. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, okay. You know, I like, I like Brit. She's very talented, but I, oh, yeah. at this point, it's just like, don't have these people win these battle Royals or debut. For them to be fed to Brit, like it's it's a way that you can do it, but you know, I was about to say TNA. Whoa, AEW has um they're fairly good company. Yeah, and I'm gonna give them a little. Mm, I was gonna say I'm gonna give them a little grace, but that Black Rhodes, after her comments a couple of weeks ago, but um, Brandy. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> but um, but honestly, I I think that they can use some work, and I feel like um, they have the talent. I think they could use a mid card title at least, um, or maybe some tag They need they need something. They have a lot of they have a lot of women on the roster, and you can't have them all on fucking dark. And speaking of dark, okay, if you have not seen the match between Diamante and Big Swall, yeah. I suggest that you watch it. Just before I continue, I just want to say this, and I want to say this out loud. Black Wrestling Draws. That's the hashtag. Yeah. But, um... Not created by me. I just want to go ahead and say that right now. Not created by me. But Black Wrestling draws. And um, that was a very good match. And Big Swole got the win. Yes. Well, well, uh, well, just ruined it for the people that didn't watch it yet. But it, oh, it's okay. Shit. <laughs> uh, it's all right. Hey, we're live, now. Spoiler uh, alert. We're live, right. now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I keep forgetting so, this. I just not, I'm so used to me and my Cavities conversation. My bad. Yeah. But, um, so, no, but okay. regardless, watch it. But um, yeah. Yeah, right, a couple of things I'm there. excited for Ruby. I am too. Um, Ruby said in her presser that she's never held a title on national TV in her career. Very hard to believe, uh, says Jonathan. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm trying to get to everything before we continue. Ray is in the building. Um, hey, fellas, you did do the show today. Yes, uh, we, yeah. uh, we aired today instead of yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. um yeah, so, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ray says, yeah, AEW needs a few mid-card titles. Okay, let me stop right there, right? Unless we are pushing those titles the same way that we are pushing the other titles that we have, I don't think that we should oversaturate any company with too many titles. I think this is what happened. I think this is exactly what happened with the WWE Women's Tag Team titles. And we... I shouldn't say we. I knew this was going to happen. That's why I didn't get too invested when they... I was one of the people that was against it. And you can, like, you guys yeah, can go back were. to, like, our older videos. I said I he said was. that these titles, the women's titles, okay, what are we going to do? We're going to put them on Sasha and Bailey, 
And then where do we go, right? I think they put it on Sasha and Bailey. They lost it at WrestleMania. To the Iconics. To the Iconics that we, we was at that show. Yeah. And then what did the Iconics do? And I was like kind of – and I love the I, – I love the inspiration. Yeah. Um, but what did they do with it? And then WWE just kind of like ruined it, you know, and that, that was Sasha's whole thing. When And she said to Austin, right? She said on Austin's podcast when she was there, she's like, okay – we dropped the title city iconics and then what? And that and she said it on the podcast. Like, and then what? Okay. Did they did they get over having the titles? Like, did they do anything with the titles? And they should have. Like, and and Sasha was saying, I'm not saying anything against the iconic. She's like, I love, you know, well, at the time she's saying Billy and Peyton. But you know, she said she loved Cassie and and um Cassie <laughs> Jesse. Damn, I almost forgot Billy's yeah. real name. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Jesse. But yeah, but um, she has a point. And that was everybody's concern that had a problem with them bringing these women's tag team titles, right? There's already too many titles now. You don't do anything with the the women's division that you have, you know, in a singles in a, in a singles program. So why would I even be confident in them doing a tag team division with the women? But that was my gripe. You know, they definitely deserved it. I just didn't think that WWE was going to be able to actually do it correctly. Now, if AEW is able to do this correctly, and I'll let, I'll let you touch on that mm-hmm. in a second, but, like, if AEW is able to do it correctly, then I'm all for, like, maybe a women's tag team titles. But that's it. Like, no more. Like, that's it. A women's tag team titles, that's it. Like, you already, at that point, you'll have, you'll have a women's tag team title. You'll have a women's world championship. You'll have the TNT championship. You'll have the men's world title. That's in it. Tag team, in the men's in tag team. In, yeah, in the men's tag team title. Yeah. That's it. Like you don't have to oversaturate it to me. Yeah, but, you know, I, I agree. Um, which is why I was saying, well, I was saying, and um, tag team and mid card title. Uh, either one honestly would be fine because it make no sense why Big Swallow hasn't been the champion. You know, it makes no sense that other women haven't. It makes no sense that other women they built these other women up just to feed to Britt Baker and then put them back on YouTube. You know, it. I it, and. My issue with that is like, okay, you have this YouTube show, you know, some of this could spread over to Dynamite. Some of this could spread over to Rampage. It's it. I don't understand why that particular match, and I mean Big Swole and Diamante, wasn't at least that on Rampage. Rampage. Or, yeah, or, 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 or that Rampage. Could have, yeah. That could have made invented Rampage. Yeah, I you agree. know it, I agree. It, it, it makes no sense because they were actually building a story. And it was they had a story, cool. yeah. And it was uh, good. Ray says, yes, the three strikes match with Big Swole was awesome. Yes, I agree. It was. And Ray also, okay, wait, Jonathan, wait, okay, so John, you you disagree with um not having more titles? Is what, I think that's what, what you was disagreeing to. Just, um you know, clear that up for me in the comments. Yeah. And then um also Ray says the Iconics, like Charlotte with the main, with the main women's title should have been a staple for the women's tag team titles. Yeah, I agree. Okay, and Jonathan says yes. So you think there should be more titles? Like I, I don't know. I just I don't. I think you water down the titles you have when you have too many I mean, titles. I don't disagree with you in saying you don't want to oversaturate the product. Yeah. But yeah. It, you know, even that's why I, I'm leaning more towards the tag team titles for the women in AEW. So at least you know there can be some feuds on dark. You know there right. could be feuds on rampage. You yeah. know, and they have enough women for it. You know, you don't want all of your, you know, or you want to feature enough 
I mean, you, you know, you pride yourself or you state yourself that you want to be a diverse and I'll leave Brandy alone today, but you want to be a diverse, um, you want to be a diverse company and you want to give people chances and stuff like that. And you haven't really been giving us that. And, Mm. and I'm going to give them a little grace, you know, because they are a young company But, you know, at this point, it's just like, okay, we're in a new age, social media, stuff like that. You see the people that are trending. Swole was trending. You know, black wrestling draws was trending, you know, and, you know, capitalize over that. Strike while the iron is hot. You know, that's one thing that WWE a lot of times has failed in doing Naomi. Yeah. And and it is just it is just like, you know, you have the chance. We're giving you the chance to do it because you yourself said that you were gonna be a company that gave people a chance. And so far, yeah, so far you haven't done that. Like, okay, you can name a couple of people. Okay, Nyla Rose. Yeah. That's literally the person that I first person I think of, Nyla Rose. And it's like, you know, where's Sunny? I mean, Sunny was on dark recently. Yeah. But I'm just, you know, where's Sunny? They just signed Lee. I don't want to fuck up his last name, but they just signed him yeah. finally. Because people have been fighting for him to get signed for months. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to give AEW some grace because they're new. And if they keep delivering like they are and deliver the shit that they were saying in the beginning, can they surpass WWE? TBD. But can they be on a similar level? They have the momentum. They have have the the, the momentum is there. You just need to continue to not just give us what what we want, but doing it well and doing it organically and not saying we're going to do an all women's pay-per-view just for the fuck of it and then never do it again because women don't draw. And it's, that's a lie, but you know, I'm, I'm going to give them some grace here. I'm going to give them a chance. I'm not going to write them off. I'm, I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to, I believe in AEW. They've been doing well so far. Yeah. I want them to do more. So I okay. Uh let me just read the let me read the comments first. Uh cuz you guys are great in the comments you guys always are. Um <laughs> AW needs an intercontinental title. The TNT title should be a low mid-card title, a trios tag team. <laughs> I kind of disagree with that. Um a trios tag team title a women's intercontinental like title and a women's tag title. I those that's too many titles. See, things. that is a lot of titles, but if we look at it, if we look at something like this, we can say that the TNT title can be maybe on the same level as the intercontinental t- title. That's the work, you know, we want it to be the workhorse title because you are on TV every week, you know, TNT the, channel but yeah. you know you are on tv every week you can use that as the intercontinental championship or as an equivalent that's, that's what i look at the tnt championship as like the same and, and i think it should remain that way 
Um, a low mid card title. I'm not too sure how that would go because what would you call it and who would be eligible for it? Um, I'm not too sure now. A trio is tag- not like a, a cruiserweight title or something like that. I like, I'm I'm good on those. Like, um, a trio's tag title is that's very intriguing. interesting. Yeah, that's intriguing. Now that's different. Yeah, that's definitely different. Um, a women's intercontinental championship and a women's tag title. So that, that I did bring up that up before, but you know, if we want to do something like that, you know, right now with the landscape. A women's tag title would be good, um, but I'm not too sure what the women's intercontinental championship would look like, or yeah. what it would like. What would ensue? And and I think that that should be like a mid card title. I, and I do agree that they should have a mid card title for women. I don't think we've ever seen that before. I don't think. That please is correct. True. That is please true. correct me if I'm wrong. But um, you know, a women's mid card title for the not, work not in any major company, no. Not in any major company. You know, women are. I'm, oh, that sounds wrong. <laughs> okay, what I was about to say was going to sound wrong. But you know, you want a title that could show that you are a workhorse. You know, a workhorse too. That yeah. you have a future in this business, and I think the women should have that. You know, you know, you fight your way up through dark or whatever elevation, whatever you want to do it. And you have that mid card title. And then the person who has the mid card title, you know, whenever they drop it, they can move on to the women's main event scene. You know, there's a way that you can, there's a way that you can do it, but you know, you don't want to do it all at once because that's set up for failure. You don't want, and I don't, I honestly do not want that for AEW. Yeah. Um, so Jonathan says AEW has a stat well, has stacked their roster. AEW needs one more mid-card title. The TNT championship has been solidified as a major title based upon who has held it. I, I agree. Um equivalent to the WCW TV title, we need a belt that holds the same value as an IC or US championship. Yeah, I mean, so here's the thing. Let's 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 break this down for a second, right? And then we'll we'll okay. get back into AEW, right? So the reason that WWE has to like they have the United States Championship and then they have the Intercontinental Championship, right? And then they have you know they have the women's tag team titles and then they have the men's the men, the males tag team title, um, and then you have you know the world titles and everything like that. You got two separate world titles for Smack, like one for SmackDown, one for Raw. Um, same thing with the women. Like the reason they have they have uh, two separate things is because of the the accusation of WCW and ECW from back in the day. Let's, yeah. let's remember, right. Yeah. WWE didn't always have these many titles. Um, they when, did have certain titles back in the day. Like, yeah, the, like women's, the hardcore the, title and the, the women's yeah. tag team championships did exist. In WWE. Yeah. But I'm, that's, you know, I'm talking like, that was what in like the eighties, you know, what yeah, I'm saying? The like, jump, I think the jumping bomb angels were the last people to hold that title. I think the, yeah. the, I might be wrong, but so, they were the last people that held that title. So, yeah, like, but in the 90s, you did have, like, I know you had the European Championship, and then you had um, mm-hmm. the Hardcore Championship, which was, I think, created in 98. Correct me if I'm wrong, but... Yeah, basically the 24th title. Yeah, right, right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, would you guys, are, would you guys want, like, a 24-7 title? And with oh, hell no. Hell to the nitty no. But, but V, that's what I'm not. saying. So, like, 
I hear <laughs> low, like lower card title and all of this. It's gonna wind up being the equivalent to like the twenty four seven title, like where it doesn't yeah. even matter. I want championships to mean something. Is basically mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So as long as, as long as the championship means something, then I'm all good with it. Um, and yeah, I think so. When I was saying cruiserweight championship, I guess uh, Jonathan was writing it at the same time. So he's like, I took the words out of off. Yeah, like, but that's what I'm saying. As long as, and, and we'll move on from the title talk, but this is good talk. Um, as long as it means something, I'm cool with it. Um, but it's hard to make it, it's hard to make all of the titles mean something when you have so many. And that's yeah. the only thing I'm afraid of. But yes, yes I would be intrigued for a trio title. Um, I would be intrigued that's, by that's a, yeah, I, I I've never seen it. Ray, I, I disagree. They have trios titles, but not in the major major uh, companies. I think Ring of Honor did it, um, and I, I'm pretty sure Ring of Honor did it. Uh, but and maybe other companies out there, maybe PWG, I believe, but not in any one of like the nationally televised shows. Um, but see, the TNT title feels more like the European title to me. I I disagree respectfully, of course. I disagree. I think the TNT title has more prestige at this point than the european championship um to me but yeah, uh, yeah you're about right so all right let's keep going um chris jericho versus that prick mjf um if jericho <laughs> if, him, <laughs> if jericho lost then um and wcw had a trio title when they first started okay i didn't okay. I, I totally forgot that that's um, that's probably where i've seen it before then okay but um yeah so mjf being mjf uh had a countdown <laughs> that was good. okay that was that hilarious was and i hate the guy, but that it wasn't it was hilarious good. um first loss of the night yeah well for me it was the second because i had picked um i picked mjf to win but does it count if he did technically win and then they reversed it they, re- they restarted the match fine i i know it doesn't count but whatever yeah. um technicality but anyway so no, no? okay all right no. All right. All right. Well, anyway, I thought that was a cool touch with the countdown and then, you know, it being MJF. Oh, what a prick. Oh, uh, but anyway, so, uh, you know, take the L with me, Mike. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right, Jonathan. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um. So this was a good match. The crowd was really into this. Um. A lot of back and forth. They did a great false finish where MJF hit the Judas effect. To Chris Jericho and Jericho had his foot on a rope at the last second, but Aubrey Everett's counted three. Yeah, she the did. music played. Okay, and MJF was announced as the winner. But then that rat, that snitch, that tattletale, Paul Turner came out there and said, No, no, I was standing right there. I saw what happened. Jericho's foot was on a rope, right. And I'm like, oh, man. But you know what? You're not going to end Chris Jericho's career like that with his foot being on a rope and the referee not seeing it. So um, Jericho made MJF tap out. I was kind of reading at the same time. And um, that was the match. Chris Jericho defeats MJF uh, via submission. Uh, And, yeah. And, yeah. Well, I'll let you say what you feel about the match, and then we'll talk about what MJF did on Dynamite tonight. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You know, 
I don't. I don't. I don't honestly don't remember what I predicted last week. You predicted that, MJF to win. I did. So yeah, okay, this is my first <laughs> loss. This is this is my first loss for tonight. Yeah. Um. I think Ray predicted Jericho actually. So I believe he did. Congrats to, to Ray. Uh, but uh, it it. Yeah, I knew they wasn't gonna end his career like this. I, not like this. Um. Will MJF be the one to retire Chris Jericho? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, Dynamite has to happen on a cruise. Jericho can't retire yet. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I am not going on nobody's boat. Yeah. Right. To be on nobody's super spreader event. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Um, You said you feel like MJF is going to be the one to retire Jericho? I think he should. I think they're done, honestly. You think they're done? You think for now at least? Yeah, I, I, for now at least, it was no real indication that MJF and Jericho was gonna continue here. Chris wasn't even on the show tonight, I don't think. And no, yeah, he but, wasn't. And MJF looks like he's getting into it with Brian Pillman Jr. right now. Um, <sighs> so let me just say again, I am able to put my personal bias for Maxwell Jacob Freeman aside and talk about his greatness. Okay, in that ring. And the guy, the kid is great. Okay, he is. He's he's really good at what he does. Um, and he is a <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm love, trying to be professional. I love you said the guy, like the kid, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, the Jericho MJF thing is over. I, I think so. I think so at this point. Um it looks like everybody's kind of going their their separate ways, I I would assume. Who knows? Um but yeah, so <laughs> okay, MJF had some words for not only Brian Pillman Jr., but um Brian Pillman's daughter who was sitting yeah. in the front row. Um and yeah. she had some words for him that you can't say on TNT. Um and I was just like, oh boy, there goes the advertisers. It's kind of like how I feel sometimes on the show, but that's a whole nother that's a whole nother story. Um, but yeah. <laughs> sorry, B. Shane, but yeah, sorry, sorry B. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, oh man, there goes another, there goes another ad. But um, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> um, they know what they're getting into when they do this damn show. They definitely do. They definitely do. And I wouldn't have it any other way. But anyway, <laughs> um, so, and if they would have cut the camera like maybe a second earlier, they might have missed what she said. But it was clear, and the gesture was clear. And, I, I mean, I, yeah. saw the, I saw the gesture. I heard yeah, part no, of it. No, I heard. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah my TV like, was loud. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and MJF deserved it. She should have oh, slapped no. him. No, she should have slapped like, the taste out of his mouth. Um, MJF also has some words for war, though. Yeah, MJF, you know, yeah, thanks for helping me on Sunday. Oh, wait, <laughs> you know, so yeah, that was I, well, Wardlow tried to help, right? But then Jake Hager got involved, and yes, you know, so he tried to help, but you know. Um, I thought MJF's promo uh, about Brian Pillman and his family. I thought that was great stuff. Um, and I love that uh, <laughs> MJF said he called Cincinnati shit Cincinnati, which is hilarious. Um, and he said, "Oh, it was you, funny." But you marks are gonna get online and say, "Oh, that's cheap heat. Yeah, it's cheap heat. Yeah, it is cheap heat." But it, it worked. It worked. You know, I, yeah. I just like right here in Cincinnati. You know, it's a cheap pop. Like, it works, you know. It, it and works. we love Mick Foley for doing it. We do. <laughs> it's, it's fine. We do. 
Uh, hold on. Overall, MJF besides Jericho story was unbelievable. Unbelievably good or just unbelievable that in the literal like, sense? <laughs> yeah, like, like in the I, literal sense of like. You gotta, you gotta clarify, John. You gotta clarify. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but uh, anyway, so let's keep it going here. I am looking forward to MJF uh, versus Brian Pillman in New York on September 22nd. So that should be really good. Um, okay, let's get into it. CM Punk versus Darby Allen. Um, the crowd was going bonkers for CM Punk, and rightfully so. Yeah. But like I said on the show, they gave respect to Darby Allen. Like I think V acts would they boo Darby Allen, and I said I don't think so. I did, I did ask that question. I, I because Darby's so over with the crowd. I don't. He didn't get booed, but the chance was not as loud for him as it was for CM Punk. Punk. You know, yeah. uh, and that's expected. These two had a good match. Um, CM Punk at some points was calling it obviously um yeah. but but that's fine like unless you really know what to look for like i'm sure nobody noticed or, or cared for that matter um and darby did a great job of bumping and feeding for him you know um mm-hmm. see punk look good out there you know uh he did he you know a little look, yeah a little rest and you know rusty he, at points it's a but, little rusty but you expect that from someone who hasn't actually put on a match in seven years seven years yeah but oh, i mean for the time frame he, he looked pretty good out there yeah he did hold on i love the five labors gimmick uh return of the pain maker juvie uh hoover to for hoover to guerrero um the hardcore match it was good okay you meant it in a good way yeah i, I like okay. the mjf jericho um okay. story because i was like wait Okay, which way are we going here? But I, no, I liked it. I liked it. I, it's I like, it. It's like, it was like, oh, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Like, I'm just, yeah, I just yeah. like, Biggie was Simmons? it good? Yeah. I mean, Biggie Smalls is illness. But anyway, but it's, it's, <laughs> I don't know why y'all let me do this shit. But, um, <laughs> Go I ahead, need Mike. a drink. Yeah. Hot, nah, it's not. <laughs> um, let's keep going. Let's keep going. We got to get through this. So, CM yeah. Punk defeats Darby Allen via the GTS. For the win, and it was a good GTS. It was much better. It was than a good, G- but Ooh, and, that okay. Was let, let me let me let me address that real quick. That's he did jeans. it in jeans. Yes, yeah. like give the guy a break. He did it in jeans. Like you know, so this one was much better. Uh, and credit to Darby Allen, um, for yes. you know selling and taking it the right way and everything like that. So, um, they shook hands after the match. It was good. All good stuff. Um. Okay, we had QT Marshall versus Paul White in a glorified squash match. It's pretty much what you thought it was going to be. Um, Paul White gets the win. Nothing to really talk about there. Yeah, no. Um, let's just go to Jonathan's comment. Yes, I really wish right. I would have brought that up. Yeah, For ahead. not wrestling in seven years, he looked good. I love the coffin drop counter sit up. Then, then he laughs. That was good. that was funny. Yeah, because I'm sitting there like. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm like, why hasn't anybody done that before? Just put up, yeah. It's like, what? Well, the idea is, V, that they're too hurt to actually sit up. So, you know, but yeah, I guess in that point of the match, CM Punk's just like, yeah, I'm just going to sit up. Or, you know what that it reminds me of? You, you know what it reminds me of when Joe, when somebody does like like a crossbody off the top rope to Samoa Joe, they try to do a crossbody and Joe just like moves out the way and just looks at them and it just kind of goes like, really? I was supposed oh, to just stand there. I was supposed to stand there. Thing, <laughs> yeah, it's one more thing I do want to point out. Yeah. That um somebody else on Twitter, I wish I could figure it out, but Sunday, high grade willetry, forget. Mm-hmm. But um 
there was a reference to a really, really good match back in the day between Bret Hart and the one, two, three kid. Yep. That arm yep. drag. It, it, yeah, so Punk was like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I really love because I forget how much Punk loves Bret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a good nod to him. Of course, you know, he does his nod to Macho Man and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, I think that was a good nod because, you know, Darby Allen is the young kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Punk is the veteran. Yep. So when the young kid hits the veteran with something he wasn't ready for, it was like, oh, okay. I see I see what you're coming at me with. Okay. I can there respect. Some good chain wrestling as well there. It was, mm-hmm. it was really good. It was a good match. It was really, really good. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, so far, like, I, like, I'm just looking at this card and... I haven't said it was a bad match about anything so far. You know, like that's that's how good this card was. Yeah. Um, uh, and even the QT and Paul White match, you needed a cool down match. You know, like it makes sense. You need a cool down match. Um, five one on Punk win, six one on Paul White. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I me am. Jump, me and you jumped in are six one. We're six and one. So that would mean I'm five two because yeah, yeah I was wrong on the Lucha Bros. All right. Uh, okay. Oh. Let's keep going here. Yeah. Uh, for the AW World Championship, mm-hmm. we had Kenny Black God Omega <laughs> versus <laughs> Christian Cage. Um, this was good. I was I was a little surprised they went with Kenny versus Christian, but then I figured it out why this was happening, <laughs> and it all made sense. Whew. Wow. Um. Like I said, good back and forth match. Uh, Kenny won via the one winged angel off the top rope. The top rope, holy shit! And to a guy that almost never wrestled again. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Props. Ray said, "I don't remember my predictions at all, but that was an uh, that was an amazing pay per view. You got a couple of them right. You got the Jericho one definitely yeah. on point. I definitely remember that." Um, so yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about what we want to talk about, what we've been waiting to talk about. Um, okay. So Kenny retains, right? Mm. The elite comes out there. Um, <laughs> and, cause they're trying to beat up Christian cage after the match. Mm. Uh, Jurassic express comes out, mm-hmm. <sighs> man. And then, you know what? You know what V <sighs> let's just go. Let's go to the footage. Let's yeah, let's roll roll the footages. As footages as Cardi footages. B, as Cardi B would say. Let's go. <laughs> All right. The only people that would ever have a chance to beat me ever are either not here. I want to talk about they're this. They're already tired, or they are already dead. You heard the pop from they're already dead. I'm gonna address that in a second. Yeah, what a pop, what a pop. All right, and I think I will stop sharing at that point (laughs) before we get flagged. But yeah, (laughs) what an ovation. Like, what an ovation, Adam Cole in AEW. Um, Yeah, they pulverized (laughs) 
Smashed them to smithereens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my, one of my personal favorites is they beat the dog shit out of them. That is hilarious. But yeah. <laughs> But anyway, um, oh. <laughs> um, but anyway, that was that was amazing. Okay, the pop for Adam Cole, <laughs> and you know I had to look around, but that's <laughs> that's a whole other story. Um, but because I heard, when you said to beat the dog shit out of them, I heard that in somebody's voice. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's oh, yeah. why it was funny to me. I love that. I always love that. I always. Love oh. that. Um, can't Man. lie, I pop for Adam Cole because I didn't see it coming. Didn't put two and two together with the Panama Sunrise from Brett. I did, but um, yeah, it was still an, a, an amazing moment. Um, you know, I was screaming in my living room when Adam Cole came out. Me too, because everybody was thinking Brian Danielson, right? Well, but but when boom, because well, it's all about that boom, you know. Um, I, when that hit the speakers and Adam Cole flashed across the screen i was just like whoa like i sat there i sat in, in my chair because i did little trick and i was like oh shit yeah. this is really happening yep. you know what hold on hold on i, I have to talk to vincent Cole. hey where's the <laughs> camera right here right yeah here? yeah that's yep that one <laughs> y'all fucking up mm. and, and y'all fucking up and i let people play Twitch. Let people play video games. That's mm. how they deal. You know, you know. It's... Y'all would never learn. Y'all would yeah. never learn. It... Because shit like this happens and then Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, we'll get that. there. I guess. We'll get there, but we're not spending an hour time on that. But uh, yeah. So, okay. Adam Cole. So, let me just go back to Kenny's line about. If, yeah, because I missed the reference because okay. I thought he was literally talking about like dead wrestlers. So I was like, "Damn, okay." Yeah. So oh, okay. So when he said, um, "There's nobody better than me," um, either they're not here, right? They've already retired, or please explain the reference, right? Yes, or they're already dead. Okay, let me give. You know, we like story time with Adam Cole, baby, right? Well, this is a history lesson with Mikey Q. Okay. okay. So, the more you know. before Adam Cole went to the North, right? To and I don't mean the North, the tag team. Um, I mean WWE. And not up, not York. up north, not up north, like you going to jail. No, right? No. <laughs> I mean, well, well, <laughs> before Adam Cole went to the WWE. He was a major part of, you know, this little group. You guys might have heard of it. The Bullet Club. Um, mm-hmm. And usually when somebody leaves the Bullet Club, they are kicked out for the most part. Every It happened to AJ. It happened to Kenny, I believe. Um, it happened to the Good Brothers. Like, I, it might not happen. I can't remember if it happened to the Good Brothers or not. But um, I know it happened to, like, a lot of people that was leaving the Bullet Club. Like, former leaders of the Bullet Club, right? Um, Adam Cole was on being the elite and they did this whole like thing, like back in like 2016 or 2015 or whatever, where they killed Adam Cole, Mm. where he died on being the elite. So Kenny saying, oh, they're already dead is a reference or a playback to the fact that they killed 
Adam Cole. So it was like, and if you watch Being the Elite from this week, they actually said, like, they had this whole thing where they was trying to bring back Adam Cole before the event. They was trying to bring him back from the dead. So so Kenny going out there and saying that they're already dead, it was a blatant um, shout-out to Adam Cole. So that's where that whole Adam Cole, like, the whole, like, it's already deadline comes from. They was talking about Adam Cole. Like, he basically told us, yeah, it's Cole. So, yeah, there you go. The okay, more you know. so well, the more you know. Da, 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 yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah, so Adam's um, back from the dead is what they're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> okay, let's, okay, Ray left a comment here. Um, When Adam Cole came out, all I can remember is the meme when Cole was talking to Khan at a conference and then they cut to a video of Vince McMahon running down the hallway talking about get that son of a bitch. <laughs> get that son of a bitch. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I had okay. that saved in my phone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh man. Ah, okay. Yes, that that was funny. But yes, Adam Cole comes out. But wait, there's more. And they could have okay. ended the show like this. They, they could have really ended the show like this. But they didn't. <laughs> exactly. Um. <laughs> Butterfly to Sky B. <laughs> Shout uh, out to I hope all of you are old enough to remember that. But um yeah. <laughs> but um shout out to LeBarber and but anyway, yeah. But, <laughs> so then Daniel Bryan, or excuse me, Brian Bryan Danielson. Man, no more Daniel Bryan. Mm. Um Brian Danielson comes out, and I thought the Adam Cole pop was loud. Oh my god. Oh man. <laughs> I you know <laughs> Yeah, B, B's actually better at Vince's impersonations than I am. Like um, I guess so, it's yeah, the con- maybe maybe it's V should connection. do the more. It's yeah, the connection yeah. for real. Well, yeah. 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 But yeah, but man, I um <laughs> shit. That pop honestly. I thought that night we were either I thought they were getting we're getting one or the other, not both. Yeah, I didn't think we were getting both. I didn't think we were getting both. But when I heard that fucking trap ass beat <laughs> that <laughs> fucking niggified version of the Ride of Vacaries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. fucking wet Willie's ass version of like we was we was joking before we went live. It was like, yo, how, can you imagine what Brian was saying when he heard this rap song as his as his new theme? Uh, ah, I love it. Yeah, I want that one. <laughs> yeah, that one. You know like I can't even Brian's- use the ones that I've done before <laughs> before we yeah. started recording because oh, it's not organic. But I'm just yeah. I'm like, what the hell <laughs> is this fucking Tootsie's ass version? Of- <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure Southside <laughs> produced that beat, but but uh, I mean, Wait, listen. Oh my it, god, <laughs> was Forty in the studio? On the beat. Like, yeah, right, on the beat? On the like, beat. like, what the fuck? <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, it's like Brian went to Canada and found Forty and was like, "Yeah, whatever you yeah, do for Drake, yeah. I want that." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that one. Yeah, <laughs> like just imagine yeah. Daniel Bryan going to Timberland, <laughs> Missy <laughs> Elliott, right? Like, Swizzy. Oh man! Dark child, like what? Anybody <laughs> producer references? We love her. Like, oh man! Shout out to like Dark Child. Flex, like a fucking yeah. flex bomb came on oh. me for that shit. Yo, 
Funk Master Flex Night. All right. I'm, okay, all right. We're, I'm done. Okay. We're done being blazing hip hop and R&B here. Right, right. But I, um, I, no, but that <laughs> that that rap theme song, I didn't hate it though. I actually kind of I kind of like it. I didn't I either. Like it. I, I felt and, myself a bank head bounce a little bit, yeah. and I was like, like and, that's probably because I was on the high grade realtor, but. Um, <laughs> I, I will say this. I think Adam Cole's new theme fits him way better than whatever it yeah. came to in NXT after the Undisputed. Whatever that bullshit was. Because the Undisputed Era one was good. It was amazing. And I think they and tried then, to get that feel back with AEW. Um, hold on. Uh, have you guys heard the Brian Danson entrance theme with lyrics? They have a lyrics version too. No, I have not heard that yet. I have to go check that out. I, I have to go check that out. Somebody on nigga wrestling Twitter has it. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm definitely gonna check that out. Um, Brian Danielson comes out to make the save um for the baby faces, all of the baby faces that's in the ring, and we go off the air with Brian Danielson celebrating with Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, Marco Stunt, Christian, and the lead, the the lead, the lead. What is the lead? The elite. I don't know. The elite take a powder, and we go off the air, and whoa. Uh, what a pay-per-view. What a show. Wow. What an event. Um, wow. that I'm going to go on record and say that was the best AEW pay-per-view of all time. You know what? I'm going to agree. Um, needless to say, it's a three count show for me, man. I, I no problems here. I <laughs> keep it up there. Yeah. It's a three count. Keep it up me. there. Guys in the chat. What do y'all, uh, hold on. Can y'all play that part too? I need the chip. Uh, all right. Hold on for one second. Um, we're gonna. Ch- I'm trying not to get flagged. Here's the thing, yeah, right? I'm, I, I'm trying to find. Again. I was trying to find the Brian Danielson, um, pop, but I I have the Adam Cole one. We we definitely can play that real quick. Um, got you guys in one second. So, what do you think I'm gonna say? <laughs> Three count, definitely. Yeah, what you think <laughs> I'm gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know, Jonathan. Maybe um, you tapped out. Now nah, I'm playing. I'm just joking. Um, raw. Yeah, all right. Uh, give me one second. And um, do we have that? Yes, we do. Uh, let's go to it. Let's go to the footages one more time. Ever have a chance to beat me? <laughs> Ever? Are either not here? They're already tired, or they are already dead. <laughs> what a pop! <laughs> you know where it's all about. AW's gonna kill me. What about that? <laughs> wow. It's Adam Cole, baby. All right. Man. Wow. Man, man. You know what? Awesome. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna say this again. Being King Kong Bundy five count. Yeah. <laughs> okay, three yeah. is not enough. We need yeah. five. But we might need a big E five count. He used to do those we, in NXT. We gonna probably gonna need a five count. Yeah. Like okay. yeah. anyway, but it's so good to be a wrestling fan right now. Yes, I agree. I agree. When you are used to the same thing over and over again, and something different and something new comes along. You yeah. know, you're excited for it, but when that new and different thing proves to be good mm-hmm. and, you know, they may fall, they may stumble, mm-hmm. but when it's time to deliver, they do. 
Yeah. It's like wrestling all around is really good. Um, I'm getting back into Ring of Honor. I got to get um, back into it. I was. I got well. I mean, you were the one that got me into Ring of Honor, and yeah. um, getting back into Ring of Honor and seeing what Sh- Shane Taylor Productions is doing. Yeah, I, man, those are good guys. Uh, they're man. actually Battle Club guys. They're okay, Battle Club let, me, guys, so. let me just go ahead and say this right now. <laughs> Again, Black Wrestling draws. Yeah. Um. I, it's, it's actually, let me just go ahead because I really don't want to talk about Raw stuff, but I want to talk about this okay. real quick. <laughs> um, I feel like we have to say this all the time. Um, sorry, Jeff, but it when we and when I mean we, I mean we as in black wrestling fans say that hey. We should have better representation um, when it comes to us in the industry. We should have more, you know, opportunities and chances to show that we're the faces of companies. You know, right. we should hold titles. We should main event and not just for one time, you know, or not just to put over white talent, you know, not get hoed out like Booker T did. Sorry. Um well, we say we want better representation in that companies, and you know, AEW is not perfect with this either, right? Brandy, um, when we say that we want to be seen as black people, as black wrestlers, non-black people, listen, okay? That doesn't mean you go into people's mentions and saying, "Well, what if we say." White wrestling draws. Of course it does. Everything is catered to you. Yeah. What the fuck? What it, and, and at this point now, we know that you are being blatantly dense about it because you know what we mean. That's like so that's like me going to somebody, you know, like like an Asian wrestling fan saying, "Hey, we want more Asian res- representation in this company and that company." You know, not just Oscar, you know, not just half of me and him. And I'll get to how some of you weirdos are very weird with me and him, and it's fucking disgusting. Um, but when we say that we want more, I shouldn't. Oh, going back to what I was saying, if a Asian wrestling fan was like, "Hey, we want more Asian representation in this company," you know, one is not enough, two is not enough. We should be able to, you know, main event and stuff like that. Me as a black person, especially as a black Latino, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, "Well, you have Oscar. Oh well, you have part of me again, and you have no. That's not something you say to people. You know, their feelings are valid with this, and it's mostly white wrestling fans that do this. It's yeah. like, well, you have, you know, you have Bianca and Sasha. They mean invented. Okay, it shouldn't take twenty plus years for a black specifically black women to main event we shouldn't have to wait 50 years to have a black women's champion it shouldn't have taken until 1996 for Jacqueline to be a black women's champion just to put over Sable yeah and when we say stuff like that it's I'm not even gonna say it's discouraging I'm not even gonna say that it's fucking annoying Mm. when it was like Oh, you got this. You have Oscar. No, 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 no. When we say black, we mean black. Okay, we we're not grouping ourselves together with all people of color. We mean specifically black. 
Yeah. Because a lot of times when we say people of color, those same people of color, non-black people of color, it's like ah, when it comes to people being black. So we're not, we're, but we're not talking about that. But stop invalidating our feelings every time we say we want black representation. Mm. Like it, it's really aggravating. And a lot of you were loud and wrong in not only my mentions but other black wrestling fans, uh, wrestling fans mentions, and as well as black wrestlers mentions. Yeah. Stop yeah. being so fucking dense. You know what we mean. You know what we mean. So stop being fucking stupid about it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to be a blockhead, be a blockhead somewhere else. Yeah. Like, when we say, like, hey, this person should be signed. This is no reason why this person, you know, is not in a made event scene or is not signed by a major company if they want to be signed by a major company. It's no reason why, you know, we can't see these people, you know, flourish and shine. And, it is like, well, it, it, my favorite thing. Oh, it's not about, you know, it's not about race, it's about talent. So you're saying that a black talent and white talent, when they have the same skill, you're always going to pick the white talent? I mean, granted, that's what a lot of wrestling companies do because apparently we don't draw because we don't cater to the main demographic. You know what that means. When Naomi said that, oh, well... You know, they told me that, you know, it's a specific audience and, you know, you don't garner enough. Da, da, da. You know what that means. As a black person, you know what that means. Or you're not marketable. I'm sorry. That was the words that she yeah. told her. You're not marketable. You know what that means. I know what that means. You know what that means, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. So it is is like, it's like, oh, yeah, but Sasha Banks. Okay. So we can we can talk about the whole colorism thing. And I'm not saying, you know, as a slight against Sasha or Naomi or anything. What I'm just saying, if you have Sasha and Naomi, colorism, yeah, who would be more favored? You know, and, and it's like, well, it's not fair that you, you get to say black people, you know, black wrestling draws and we can't say right wrestling draws because when we say it because we want to see more representation when you say white wrestling draws is because you want to be a fucking racist yeah it, y'all do this all the time you do this in comic books you do this with movies you do this with hbcus you do it with black letters organizations oh why can't we why can't we say this is that because everything was catered to you once upon a time we weren't allowed <laughs> we weren't allowed to be in black schools. It wasn't until the first HBCU, which is Lincoln University in Pennsylvania, mm. that created a space for black people to get educated. You know, in what hundreds of years and over 101 HBCUs later, you know, there's the Divine Nine, the Black Greek Letter Organizations. We weren't allowed to be in your organization, so we created our own. Right. Oh, that's not fair. No, 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 no. Okay, but we weren't a part of we weren't supposed to be a part of your organization, so we have our own. Why is that a problem now? So when we say it's like y'all want to be oppressed so fucking bad. Right. Y'all want to be oppressed so fucking bad. And it's annoying. And if you come in my mentions again <laughs> with some bullshit, I'm the type of pull up. Let's just go ahead and put this out here right now. I'm the type of pull up. Don't play with me. Okay, so play, we have play with uh, your dick, don't play with me. <laughs> okay. I'm yeah, just, I'm just saying, nah, but, nah, but it's just like annoying now, and it's been increasingly over time when it comes to us talking about how Big Swole should have, you know, Big Swole and Diamante should have happened on actual TV. You know, yeah. when we say, oh, these people should get more time. Oh, y'all, 
you know, you know, you did Becky, not Becky, excuse me, you did Bianca wrong. You know, you did Kofi wrong. You know, you, you know, it's so many people that we can name, and there's so many great black talent that's out there that should be seen. You know, it, besides Shane Taylor Productions, all of them are so good. You know, Trisha Dora, she's fucking love amazing. Her, her. Yeah. Oh my god. You know, Willow Nightingale. Yeah. Pretty Boy Smooth. You know, it, it, it's so many great black talent out here that should be signed and yeah, yeah. making the money because they have the talent. They have the charisma. They have the moveset. They have the ability to be stars. But there's one thing that blocks us from it. And they use the excuse that we're not marketable. Yeah. Or black wrestling doesn't draw. Just like how women's wrestling doesn't draw. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. I'm sorry. I'm done. <laughs> no. Play with somebody else. Don't fucking play with me. Okay. All right. Um, Can so... we do we have <laughs> just talk about raw? Shit. Um... Okay, so yes. uh, the only thing I want to all right. So if you're a fan of Raw was teams, awful. <laughs> if you're a fan of tag teams, then I guess you enjoyed the show. But like as soon as I hear anything about a gauntlet or like a turmoil match or whatever, like I I just automatically uh <laughs> I automatically tap out. Ray said King V with the mic drop and gems. Yeah, facts. Sometimes like that's why I, listen guys, I just let V go. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Just let him go. Because you know? he's not on Twitter. He's not on Twitter like I am. So I, really, I, he's I don't not see on Twitter like though. I mean, it makes my work day go that faster. But regardless, yeah. but it, yeah, it, he's cutting a shoe promo right now. I'm digging it the most. That's I mean, I always shoot from the hip, figuratively and literally. But um, yeah. well, I, it, <laughs> all right. Oh, <laughs> I got it. Um, but anyway, oh, no. so 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 anyway. But um, yeah, let's talk about how bad Raw was. Yeah, so it was a bunch of tag team matches. It basically led up to like New Day versus uh, Bobby and MVP, I think. And then, no, it was Omas and AJ. Mm -hmm. They beat the New Day, which yes. led to Omas and AJ versus Bobby and MVP in the main event. Um, and Bobby and uh, MVP won, right? Yeah, they won. <laughs> so, yes, they won. And Did it's going to be a tag team title match next week um, against Randy Orton and Riddle. That was pretty much the majority of the show. I do like that they actually broke up the, the gauntlet match because Mason T-Bar was so upset um, in the middle of the match that, well, I guess they lost or whatever. Not I guess. I watched it. They lost, and they were so mad that they attacked both Mansoor and Ali. And then they attacked the New Day as well. So they had to, like, break up the gauntlet. Um, digging the New Day tribute to the Outsiders. Yeah, that was cool. That's the only thing about yeah. Royal I like. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So that happened. The whole tag team stuff. You said I'm getting tired. Sorry, guys. Um, it's late here on the East Coast. But, yeah. uh. And we yeah. talked about Raw. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, right? It's just made me sleepy out of nowhere. Um, it's real sleepy in here. Yeah. Um, so that was most of Raw, and you had, let me see what else you had on that show. Charlotte and Nia, um, had their match, and we're getting a Shayna and Nia breakup thing again. Charlotte retained her title. Um, they, they 
they got a little aggressive in there at the beginning, and then they, <laughs> it was like they got a little aggressive, and then they was just like, "All right, you ready to work now?" Okay, cool. Like, let, let's work now. Like, you got you got your punches in that you needed to. Okay, cool. Let's work now. You know, <laughs> and they were because Nia even caught Charlotte on a moonsault, and that shows to me that Charlotte trusted Nia to catch her. You know, so it's like I said, it's it, look sometimes. With coworkers, sometimes you just gotta you gotta fight it out a little knock bit. Knock them right? out. Hey, you know? I mean, no, no, don't, no, don't, don't knock out all your, all your. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Snooze manifesto. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I thought that was cool. Alexa got a huge pop when she came out there after the match with uh with Charlotte. Like I thought that was cool. We're going towards Charlotte and Alexa. I think that's cool. Um. I like the fact that the hurt business in wait is in position to possibly. Have all the titles. Let's give MVP another U.S. title run. Let's do another male version of Sasha and Bailey. I'm serious too. I don't know if that's gonna happen. I mean, yeah. it'd be cool, but I, I, I don't, I don't think that's gonna happen. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't see it. I think Bobby beats Randy Orton at mm-hmm. Extreme Rules, but Matt Riddle and Randy beat Bobby and MVP next week. I think the match is signed for next week. So I think they retain the tag team titles, but Bobby retains his WWE championship. Um, I also like Drew and Sheamus. Drew takes another loss. Mm-hmm. Two weeks in a row, Drew McIntyre loses. What's yeah. going on here? I don't know. Was it a little bit of a heel tease there too? Because uh, he kind of, he being Drew, Pronouns, pal. Um, okay, this is time to yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll have merch available soon. All right. Well, we'll <laughs> okay, but um, we'll lie, pal, and pronouns, pal. Um, yeah. but anyway, um, yeah, I I'm digging the Drew teases of him turning hill because it's been a couple of little things that I've seen over the last few weeks that it's like, hmm, is Drew turning hill? And, you know, he lost clean to Shane. Well, no, he had his tights pulled, but still, like, you know, it is what it is, still a loss. Yeah. And then he yeah. attacked Sheamus after the match like a heel. So, um, MVP beating Damian Priest, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think MVP needs another title run. I mean, he's, you know, MVP's there to be the mouthpiece and the manager for uh, Bobby Lashley, and it works, you know. It works. Um, uh, that's really all I can. I got with Raw. Like, I really don't care about anything. I don't care about the twenty four seven title. I don't care about nope. anything. I mean, okay, Drew. Uh, Drew. <laughs> I mean, Drake Maverick is back on the show, but okay, whatever. I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't. I didn't care about anything else on the show. Um. Uh, so one count for me. Uh I'm gonna be real. Yeah. And I'm gonna like be real. Well, it's a tap out for Ray. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, tapping out? I tapped out. I Is it out. like one of those like vehemently like I'm uh, about or it's just like reluctantly like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I legitimately tapped out maybe. <laughs> hour, hour two. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put something. In. I, I didn't watch the <laughs> because I'm still on protest. Yes, the and Jonathan, you... 
And Jonathan said uh, the 24-7 title is <laughs> <laughs> to Olympic gymnastics. Yes. You know, I will say this. Reggie is very, very athletic. And <laughs> that's all I got. Jonathan's on, on a roll here. Like, Ray, too. Really Jonathan's on a roll here, as JR would say. <laughs> I'm tapping like, a drunk, like man. a drunk man. Oh, man. You know. All right. Well, bro, uh, and that bro, was, it was awful. It was awful. Rawful. It was rawful. Hashtag. Right. Yeah, rawful. No? no, I mean I didn't make it up. I'll man. explain. Okay. I'll explain why later. No, this is the okay. <laughs> so cool. Well, okay. you guys. Well, thank you guys for joining us. No. <laughs> I think we are about to get out of here, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. Yes, NXT happened last night, but you know, eh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. NXT, I will say this. The only match that I honestly say that I drew. Yeah, but V said no, so I don't, I don't know. Nope. <laughs> no. So um, sees, what, sees what I did the, there. I don't know. I didn't make it up. I saw that somewhere, and I just like kind of ran with it. The so, only right. match that I can't say I really didn't like was Kaylee Ray versus Ember Moon, which I that was the dope. show. Yeah, I thought that was um, dope. Carmelo Hayes and Santos Escobar was really good. Yeah. Um. But- that tech, that new part of Diamond Mine. Oh. Yeah. yeah, they're impressive. Oh. They're impressive. <laughs> I saw him get thrown. I, I saw know, one of them I, get thrown out. I mean, he threw somebody out. I was like, oh. I just don't care about Diamond Mine, really. Like, to be honest. But, like, yeah, they're impressive, you know. Yeah. But, uh, I, you know, I don't really care about Diamond Mine too much. Um, And the, the main event was cool. You know, yeah. uh, MSK. Those are my boys. You know, so MSK mm-hmm. and um, uh, Danny and Orny. Um, and then they got turned on, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, at the end of the show, um, by Pete Dunn and Rich Holland, and that was pretty much NXT. They have um, a match, um, Frankie Monet and Lady Maga, um, are going one on one for the women's title. Next I prefer Magasita, but I mean, well, yeah. Magasita's hilarious, Magasita, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, uh, NXT's supposed to be revamped. I don't know how to feel about that because apparently he's being taken over by Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard. Rest in peace, NXT. Yeah. Um, I, I said that like last night's show might have been the last show that I actually enjoyed. Yeah. I, I feel like it's going to be like Raw 2.0 or like Raw Underground. Remember that? Oh, um, I'm trying to forget. Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> it happened. Hmm. Velocity. Sunday Night Heat. But, um, hey, hey, hey. I have a Okay, I Sunday, have a night, Sunday Night Heat was good. Tonight. I have a special place with Velocity. I used to. I was one of the only ones that watched it like every Saturday at ten o'clock at night when nobody else yeah, was watching it. Because Saturday at ten o'clock, I was doing something else. Um, we were kids. <laughs> but, I was doing something. I was asleep. Oh, well, yeah, wow! Man. Wow! Shotgun Saturday night. Oh man! Wow! Throwing it wow. back. Yeah, but um, yeah. seriously, we really enjoyed everybody in the comments. Of course, we're gonna of course. Go you guys are great. You guys <laughs> are great. Funny. We got to get you guys back on the show. Um, yes, you know, I know Jonathan was asking about uh, we was doing um, guests. We'll, we'll we will do that again. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Definitely got to get you guys both on. Yeah, uh, because it is really fun. Really enjoy you guys. Um, but for now, uh, we're gonna get ready to sign out here, so we can find us, of course, on. Everywhere you get your podcast at, and um, Twitter for the show is, oh shit, what is it? Is Go For The Pin Show. There okay. we go. And on Instagram is Go For The Pin underscore show. Mm-hmm. And then for me, it is King V underscore The Ruler on Instagram and underscore Watch My Throne on Twitter. 
And for yours truly, it's Mike underscore EQ on Instagram and on Twitter. I almost forgot what I was going to say that. It's DJ Mike EQ. Uh, and no, I have not been drinking tonight. Thank you, guys. Not tonight. But, um, oh, another thing, since we didn't get a chance to talk about it, next week. Um, next week, uh, King D will be on vacation. Yeah. And if any... Well, no, I'm saying the show might be preempted. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. We are either going to pre. I'm not doing this with you today. But uh, we're either going to pre record something for you guys or have the show come out late. Yeah. Um, which is probably on when, whenever we can the following week. But um, yeah, no no show Tuesday unless we pre-record something. So we we may or may not be late next week. Yeah. Or we may or may not record pre-record something for you guys. Um we thought about some things here. We might use that for the future if like yeah. there's schedule conflicts and you know we're not able to record live and stuff like that. We'll post it for you guys um mm-hmm. upon Twitter and wherever else you find us and shit. So yeah. um yeah that's T B D. We'll figure that out. Okay. But um, you have anything to say, Mike? Anything else before we tip no, out? No, just uh, I'm looking forward to Adam Cole's uh, first match next week. Um, on Dynamite, he's going up against uh, Cass Frankie Kazarian, so um, that should be good. And um, yeah, guys, stay safe. Yep. And we will see y'all next time on Yes. Yep. And remember, black wrestling draws. Be mad about it. Good night, everybody. <laughs>